Do you want to bring balance to all the wireless radiation fields in your life, including 5G? The Omnia Radiation Balancer is a small sticker you can stick on any device. It changes the state of the field and creates a new resonance between the wireless radiation and your energy field. On the link below you'll see all our testing results that show how the body responds excellently once you've made this change in your life. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. It's easy to bring balance back to your body with the Omnia Radiation Balancer. This is totally unreal that this happened like in 1942 on this planet. Hey guys, welcome back. A few things before we get started. As usual, uh, Hopewell Farm CBD is having a 420 sale that is in effect right now. You get 20% off all of their merchandise with promo code JTT420. And that promo code will be active at the Secret Space Conference where they will be a vendor. So you can still uh, utilize that 20% off discount at the conference. So take advantage of that. It's amazing amazing uh, cbd oil i absolutely love it um i highly recommend checking it out sorry my dogs are barking my phone's ringing <laughs> uh, anyway uh, and then also we have just joined forces with our friend uh, mason fury who has started his own business merlin's lab where he makes orgone pyramids or organite pyramids uh, and you can uh, get a 10 percent discount with the in the with using the link below in our description for all of his pyramids go check that out there's some really amazing products he's sending us some so we're going to be able to show you guys uh, what they are and what they're about and lastly uh as you know the conference is right around the corner like something like 15 days away now and it is uh you know it's here it's here finally so if you guys want to purchase a ticket um, you can still do that. They are available. If you think you can make it out, you know, you can camp or find a place to stay. You can grab a ticket. If not, uh, there are live stream tickets, which I recommend you take advantage of. I've been working a lot with the live stream guy and it's really going to be an awesome experience. So if you can't make it, take advantage of that. All that information is available on the website, secretspaceconference.info. Tonight, we are joined by Abby Lynn and Heidi Pop of Raising Starseeds. Uh, they're longtime friends now, and uh, we've done interviews in the past. Abby's been on our show before. It was an amazing episode. So welcome back, Abby, and welcome to the show for the first time, Heidi. We're excited to have you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. You know, hey, I wanted to, to say with Mason Fury's uh, pyramid, his organized pyramid, I actually just got back. We covered this on Raising Starseeds went down to Florida and I always travel with a pyramid. I just always do because Wi-Fi's and hotels are off the chain. 
And uh, I actually took uh, Mason's pyramid that I have next to my nightstand <laughs> down for the hotel to grid the whole room. So awesome. Recommend, recommend the smaller ones. Those are great to travel with and um, always be protected. Right. That's great. Yes. Right. Thank you. Yeah. The, yep. uh, just any, any protection you can bring with you for that stuff, especially in hotels. Like you said, that's just like, imagine all the Wi-Fi signals. Boom. One place. Yeah. No, I, I didn't realize because I've always had, you know, them in my room and then I traveled and I didn't realize how much I had gotten used to not feeling those. And I actually woke up in the middle of the night and my whole body was like, it was just buzzing mm -hmm. and I could feel mm -hmm. the effects. So now I always travel with totally. one. So you guys have yep. uh, created Raising Star Seeds. This is your business, I guess, if you want to call it business, your, your channel. Um, that deals with children, star seeds, and you guys um, have been doing some amazing work. Will you please let our audience know um, how that got started, what it's about, and what your goal is with all that? Yeah, absolutely. Heidi, if you don't mind, it's, you know, it, it really started, it's a true passion project for Heidi and I. Um, it's near and dear to our hearts. It's something that we kind of talked around for a while before we finally just started it. Um, you know, I'm a parent of star seeds, star seed myself, and really i i didn't all of my experiences as i was on your show before you know i'm a lifelong contactee um experiencer uh you know intuitive medium energy healer so i, I kind of just walk in between the in between the the veils um and i didn't want that for my kids in regards to that was always my secret private life and I was tired of all of these things always being taboo and them going into, into school. And, and that was a rough thing for them going into a school building where they were feeling a lot of things and experiencing, you know, when you have a child that has telepathy um, coming on, it's really hard for them to, <laughs> you know, they can hear what their teachers are thinking and it's hard for them to process that. So, and all, you know, Laura Van Tyne's been on your show talking with her, Nighttime Terrors, everything everything across the board. And I parented all of that by myself. I didn't have anyone to talk to. And so Heidi and I, we really wanted to create a platform where parents didn't have to feel so alone in all of this. And because we have a growing number of starseeds coming here, I mean, in the millions now being born here all the time. And, uh, you know, so we really wanted to start creating this platform where they didn't feel alone. They could come in, try to, you know, we keep on saying tools for your toolbox, um, you know, to help these kids. And, and Alex Bloom actually mentioned, and, and it's true, raising star seeds is also us. It's also the adults, you know, that are, are awakening. It's, it's raising them up as well. So it's, it's a two-tiered process, but we do focus on the kids. So Heidi, I'll throw it to you. Well, I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Abby did approach me with this a year ago when we physically finally met. We'd been friends online for a while mm -hmm. and it was uncanny how many things we had in common. <laughs> a lot of things and backstories. But for me personally, Starseed, my mom's Starseed, experiencers in my family. Um, and then you hit that lull. Like I had a traumatic events when I was in my 10, 11, 12 age. Um, and then you have this human experience, you know, there's school, there's city life, there's, you know, layers <laughs> that you're learning mm. and discovering about yourself. But it's when, when I became a mother in 2010, that they helped me awaken and shift. I began looking through their eyes at the world again and researching all, you know, that there is to research the dark and the light. 
And uh, my shields went up. I needed to protect my Bambinos. So the more that they were waking me up, the more um, I was craving the knowledge and research. And in particular, this conference. As soon as you guys launched this, I mean, this is before the holidays. I, I think I reached out. I'm like, do you need a helper? <laughs> I a lot of people in the community because I volunteer at some of these things. And you already set, but then it, it dawned on me, like, I'm not supposed to be there behind the scenes. I need to do the work. I need to be in it as an experiencer myself. So, um, and that being said, this particular conference, my daughter is now of age is when my trauma started. So I need more tools for my toolbox. I want to get as much research and information as possible to protect my children. And so, um, falling, you know, in line with this conference, um, with what we're doing, it, it is all connected. It's all connected. Those military black ops pro programs target children too, and they're looking for the children. So as mm -hmm. much information and research as I can get, I'm, I'm on board. So but building a community of like minds, helping others find the others. And at one point, eventually we want to get these kids together so they can have each other too, find each other. Right. Absolutely. And I, I love it. And to me, there's nothing more important right now, you know, because it's how we raise our children, our children are these star seeds is what our future is going to look like. And, you know, that's why it's actually so important for us to heal. So we're not programming our own children with these traumas and stuff that we haven't, you know, because we do that's generational. If you don't heal it, you're passing it, passing it along. So that's mm -hmm. where we have to be to change. And then raise these star seeds who I just call like the ETs among us already. I mean, <laughs> that's what they are. They're coming in with past life memories and, and knowing this of like certain things that uh, just wasn't around years ago. And it's, it's a, it's direct evidence that things are shifting already. I mean, just look at that. And then, so at all costs, you know, we have to make sure that they're protected and, and they're not getting sucked right back into this system that we just got out of. And sometimes we're responsible for putting them back in the system just by being uh, lazy or just un are ignorant. You know, some people are just unaware, but um, it really comes down to, you know, how you live every day and what you're what you actually do uh, yeah. to make a difference. So yeah. we appreciate what you guys are doing. Absolutely. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead. I <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say we appreciate you guys. You know, I actually think I remember seeing you guys at Contact in the Desert when you were doing the pre-interviews, and so we appreciate you guys being the kind of going in the forefront and going and using these platforms to to reach other people. And this is a great way to get information out. And again, it's to connect all of us. Which you know, the the conference, it's just a huge connector for all of us to come together and piece together all these dots because. You know, one of the hardest things of being down here is the amnesia that comes with it. And so things come in with little snippets. And when we come together, because we are literally electric beings, it charges us. And when we are in that higher vibrational, higher frequency state, when we're in that charge state, more things can come through. And a lot of times you, people, they have a breakthrough when we're all gathered. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the sole reasons, like we always talk about, we like the conferences. Uh, mm -hmm. For one, we're just tired of talking through the screen, you know, talking at, looking at, seeing each other through a camera, um, just being around each other in person. But the activations there, like, yeah, the information's fantastic. The, the speakers or, or presenters are all wonderful. But the real magic is is the unity of everyone being together. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a feeling that's un, unmatched anywhere, yeah. anywhere I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, when you're around soul family like that and other star seeds, people who uh, you don't, you know, you're not being judged and you can just be yourself. Uh, you can life talk changing. to everyone about everything you want to talk about. Like, when does that happen in, right. in our lives? You know, and right. Yeah. Conferences. Received and you're heard. Yeah. Supported. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, so you guys have been pretty busy and what you guys also do is interviews, uh, and you chat with other mothers and, uh, so you're not just helping the children because your show is reaching out to the adults so they can help their children. Um, it's a, it's a really powerful thing you're doing and it's only going to keep growing in my opinion as, because more and more people are, you know, let's, I want to get into the education system also. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in, the, the important part about um, awakening the the parents more is you start to see things through your child's eyes then. And, you know, it just personally with some of my kids, it's been a real struggle coming in with all of this knowledge. Now, granted, they don't remember everything, but they remember a whole heck of a lot more than I ever did. And knowing that now I'm being treated like a child now I'm being treated that I don't, you know, that they, they don't have any common sense and they can't think for themselves. And that is probably one of the hardest things is feeling trapped in this small, tiny little body, but, but having the knowledge of lifetimes and knowing that, you know, and especially here, it's, it's said quite often that the SAR seeds that are here you have done major roles, major leadership qualities, major soul growth. You have probably let, led an entire squadron of fleet, you know, of craft. And that's why you're here. So to have all of that knowingness on a soul level, and then like this happened to, to my son, and I knew he wanted to say it at a restaurant. This is about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and a server brought him a, a kid's cup to drink like with the straw in the lid and he just looked he just looked off like and I know he wanted to say do you know I'm a commander like do, <laughs> do you know what I am and you know I joked with him after the server walked away I said you almost said it didn't you and he go he said it's so frustrating to be treated like I can't even pick up a cup <laughs> right so yeah but, well, it, that's part of the programming of being of uh, dependency like they don't want you to think that you can do everything on your own. You know, it's all this way. And we'll tell you when you can do it. Here's how it has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so let's go into the uh, education system because, uh, you know, we don't always talk about this a lot. You know, we do in a way, but we don't break it down. What are you guys actually seeing right now that's making you want to pull your children out of school and, and homeschool? Because I'm starting to see this a lot more. And it's very scary for a lot of parents. They want to do it, but it's a, it's a leap. It's like a major leap. They don't know how to accomplish it. And mm-hmm. I think what they're going to find is if they actually, um, if they do make that leap, there's a plethora of people doing the same thing that they're doing. And I think they're going to find the support. But yeah, can you just share what that's looking like? Well, I know out here in Los Angeles, the past couple of years, this traumatic 
event, the blip, um, it really started awakening a lot of people. They were able to watch what their children are being taught. They're able to actually, you know, connect with their children more because they had more time with them. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. I personally, myself, we never went into the public education system. I, I went to university to become a teacher. I was involved in Chicago in the education system. As soon as big pharma got in there, I was out, but out here, um, you know, they're pushing the max, you know, we were mm -hmm. kicked out in 2015. I lost my rights to a public education due to this SB 277 that was passed. And that was, you could not have religious exemptions, belief, you know, you couldn't get, you had no vaccine exemptions. So I've been kind of watching this for some time. I never put my kids in. We chose the Waldorf Rudolf Steiner path. Nice. Um, unfortunately, the blip. Yeah. A lot of those schools fell for the agenda, you know, mm. WISC, the Waldorf Institute of Southern California, agendized. They're, they're muzzled, they're, you know, distanced the works. And that's that wasn't magical anymore. So what I find most interesting in L.A. is there is no information on the choices. They, they push charters. OK, that's an avenue. But they really have this poo-poo about homeschool. You know, back in the day, it was like your choice was public school or private school. That was it. And now the choices are blooming. A lot of us are sharing with so many others that there's forced schools, there's pods, which can be huge. They can be as big as you want them to be, but they're all personalized curriculums. Um, I think we've been programmed to think that education has to go a certain way. Children have to learn at a certain level. And a lot of the parents just fall in line because that's what they did. But it's all about the money. You know, the test scores, the memorization, the get us more funding, even though you won't see it on school campus, we have all this money, but the superintendent is sure taken care of. Mm -hmm. You know, my my biggest thing is when there wasn't a lot of options for people and the options are blooming. So I think, I think parents are getting um, a little more confident that they can make those big drastic steps and get the power back for their kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I, so go ahead, go ahead. I was, Aaron. Sorry, I, was just, I was just saying, especially with the agendas and the things they're teaching kids now, parents are like, Nope. <laughs> right. This. Right. Well, that's why it's important to even know what they're teaching, be involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so my personal, my mother was a teacher, a public school teacher for 30 years, close to 30 years. And um, when Common Core came, started coming out into the school, my background before I, you know, jumped in and I'm doing healing uh, full, full time and reading is a journalist. I was, I worked in the news. I worked in that 24 seven news wheel as a producer and a writer. So that is always my background. I research, research, and I have a very curious mind. I like to know a little bit about everything. So when Common Core was introduced, I was living in Ohio at the time and my oldest had just started kindergarten and she started having panic attacks in kindergarten, panic attacks. And I was looking at what she was bringing home. And my other sister is a psychologist. So she was looking at it and she, the, the way that the, the level of abstract thought that they were requiring within this common core, my sister, she said, their brains haven't even developed in this way yet. They can't handle it. And she goes, that's why they're having these panic attacks. 
So of course I became very active in Ohio to, to remove common core. And then as everything within, within government, there's the nefarious Bill Gates was behind all of it. Behind all of this was the end goal with the department of education bill was to eventually be scanning children's brains at the age of kindergarten. And that what they're, they were trying to lump, lump children into, they could tell pretty much almost at birth in kindergarten, by, by kindergarten at least, what they would be in their life in regards to, are they going to be an engineer or an artist or, you know, they, they, Gates's goal was to put them in pockets already. And um, so, you know, I saw that when my second went to start kindergarten, the, just the mm -hmm. film for him to go to school, it was asking my entire pregnancy with him. Like they, they literally asked what was his active birth like for me? And yeah. how many, how many hours I was in labor was on what? his, was, yeah, was on his kindergarten entrance forms for public school in Ohio. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. And so obviously I just wrote HIPAA for every single thing. I wrote Absolutely. HIPAA, 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 HIPAA. Like not, you know, I called the school. I could tell by the woman's response that she had received several phone calls. I said, you know, like, how dare you ask me these questions? Who's actually asking these? Why? Because I knew it was Gates was behind all of it. So at any rate, we left the state to get out of Common Core because so we moved down south because they never adopted it here. Now, so then I took my kids into private because I was done with public. So then we did three years in private school. And even with the private, I started seeing the agenda with what we're seeing really forced in now with the gender identity. And then they were bringing in a lot of the very liberal policies and pushing that on children. Like my daughter in fifth grade, they brought in a feminist activist hmm. to talk to the girls. And she literally told the, all these group of girls that their fathers and brothers are awful people. Evil. Yeah. Evil. It's, yes. It's such and, a nefarious thing. It's yeah. And you know, my daughter being who she is raised her hand and she said, I'm sorry, I love my dad and I love my brother. I don't agree with this. To which then she literally got reamed by all of the girls in her class because after an hour of listening to this feminist speak to them, the girls all decided they hate men. They're already indoctrinated. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Well, so yeah, we, we pulled them and we've been homeschooling for three years now. Well, my oldest is now back, but she's in a charter school and it's, uh, it, it's vetted. We know where she's at, but, um, it's amazing. Once you get completely out of the system, how your brain completely changes the wiring changes of how you even look at education. And now I, I, I couldn't even fathom putting my child into a, into the public education system. Cause you see it for what it is. Right. It's like Aaron said, oh. it is absolutely an indoctrination camp from, from day not, one. 100%. It's not really education. Yeah. It's not, it's not learning. You know, you don't you don't have to go to school to learn or to be educated. There's so many different ways. I mean, yeah. and if anything, if you stay away from it, you're probably gonna be better off. You know, like you said, Gates was trying to put everybody in pods and in these different pockets with attached to a career already. That's giving that's hijacking the individual and giving them an identity so they never they grow up thinking that's who they are and never go on that mm -hmm. path of self-discovery and figure out why they're actually here and where yeah. they're from they, yeah. they're doing it at a young age that's called hijacking you know yeah. them to work for the globalists they're just training mm -hmm. them yeah. to work to line up for the cubicles or to work for someone else to be a i can't even perfect. recall any and i was fortunate to go to a really nice school outside of chicago 
for high school with so many options. You know, you think of it, there was a club, but there was never a start your own business or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, pay your bills, you know, how to, the life skills and what do you want to do? Let's blossom it. It was mm-hmm. all get your skill sets ready to work for somebody else. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no wonder I fell asleep in every class. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I think the day of bringing back apprenticeships and mentorships is coming. I, I absolutely believe that we're setting my son up with a, an apprenticeship right now within the entrepreneurial field. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. well, yeah, like skilled trades are, you know, they're like uh, construction, just for example, they're mm-hmm. having a really hard time finding people to hire that can read a tape measure, even swing a hammer, you know, uh, they at one point they removed shop class from high school, you know, any of the hands-on skills that we really need to re- like if, if taking all the technology away, the things that we would need to survive, they, they're not teaching, they're not teaching the basics anymore. They're teaching their new system. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if, if you really want to go down the uh, conspiratorial rabbit hole, if you, if you knowing how we know how their brains work, that they put this stuff decades in, you know, they have the, their long game is always for them. So if you think about it, so you ask the question, why are they taking away life skills? Why do they take away shop classes? What, what are they trying to usher in now? AI transhumanism. They're trying to bring in that AI programs. And why would we be more susceptible to bring in robots? Because we have an entire generation that has no idea how to build a house or how to work a hammer or how to, you know, life skills cooking because they it's never been taught. So wouldn't you rather say if someone says, well, hey, you can, we have these robots that can build this for you. Wouldn't you be more apt to say, okay, because, well, I don't know how to do that. So maybe it is best for them to do it because I don't even know how to. Right. Right. And it's yep. not to say that like, like everybody's not meant to build a house or they're not meant to be a construction worker or an electrician or whatever. You know, some people just are here for a completely different reason. I'm not blanking in this for everybody, but they're taking away that option. Yeah. They don't want you to be self-sufficient in any way. So that anything that would lead towards that, they, they want removed and they want you very dependent on the system. And that's what, when you look at how school is designed in every aspect of it, it's to make you a perfect slave, perfect slave worker, robot, indoctrinated in the way they want you indoctrinated, not able to think for yourself, um, just, just completely dependent on the system. 100% is how I was, I was raised with the do what you love, the money will come and follow your bliss. Mm -hmm. So I'm so fortunate for that. But I found it interesting that from, from a young age, about 14, 15, I started in like the, the Hollywood scene, the motion picture theater. I had agents, like I was doing that world. And Mm -hmm. then I graduate high school and what, even my folks fell for it. Like, well, now you gotta go to college. And it was university. And I started in with the theater stuff. And I'm like, well, this isn't my jam. I'm already doing this. And I'm like, I love kids. I'll go into teaching. And I did that. But that whole four-year program and that financial investment, what wound up giving me the greatest career was my skill set. I used my skills. I used combined everything I loved and I wound up working in Hollywood an extra 15 years just doing my skill set. People work in Hollywood on set like you're working alongside felons, <laughs> but they mm-hmm. have this incredible skill set and you can make like a great living at it. It's, you know, do what you love. Money will come. I'm, I'm yeah. such a exactly. Exactly. Right. And well, that's that. well, that's another great. So uh, this is another reminder for the, the mothers who wish to they they don't want to 
they don't want their kids in the public school system, but they can't pull them out because they have a job and they can't, they don't have the time mm -hmm. to homeschool them and they don't know what options are. But it's like one of those things, if you, if you follow your passion, follow your heart, like if you truly believe, you know, you are going to be guided, the universe, your guides, whoever, they're going to protect you. They're going to place the right opportunities in your path so that you are taken care of. Because if you're doing something for the right reason, because your children are being treated wrong, uh, there's no way you're not going to be supported. And you have to, that's one fear that I'm, I'm not a parent, but that's one fear that parents have to uh, let go of, I, in my opinion. Much so. yeah. Plus, I truly believe angels and everywhere. I know personally some teachers in LA Unified, they are divine. They're walking the walk and talking the talk and they're feeling called to stay in the system to protect as many children as possible. Yeah. So they're there. Yeah. But the, you know, but also on the flip side, a lot of those, those angels that you're talking about, they're leaving the system and, but, but it's beautiful, Heidi, because they're all starting to start these pods yeah. because they still want to be a teacher. They, that passion is still there. And so for all of the parents listening, I strongly encourage you to go on to social media. I know people villainize it all the time, but it can be a beautiful tool when used in the right way. Mm -hmm. Find the local homeschool groups, the homeschool associations. I'm telling you, I'm getting goosebumps. Those women in those homeschool groups are freaking warriors because they're the ones who have been doing this granola style for decades. And a lot of those admins are that, you know, I have found in the associations that I all joined, I'm, I'm in like five of them. They're still sticking around and they're adminning those. Their kids are already grown, but they're so passionate about this way of life, this way of educating for children that they started these groups and they are there. They answer your questions in a minute. It is the most supportive group that you can find. They will help solutions. There are moms in there all the time that are single parents. They, they work a job and they're saying, I have to do this for my kid. I, I yanked them yesterday. I, it happens every day. I yanked my kid yesterday. I just couldn't take it. I'm a single mom. Like what, what am I supposed to do? And within an hour, she's got 40 comments of complete support, giving them, you know, Hey, check this person, call this person. Here's this pod. Here's this pod, put your kids in this. So go and find those associations. And I'm telling you, it is just the, it's the most supportive, loving little basket of, of parents that you can find. That's amazing. That's amazing. They got it. They have to reprogram. The parents have got to reprogram themselves. We've been we've been programmed to think it has to go a certain way, and mm -hmm. the reality is it really doesn't. You know, no one's knocked on my door <laughs> because exactly. we didn't show back up in our school. Like uh, we we do go to um, three days a week. We go to an education center, a learning center. So it's considered its own LLC. You know, we can get charter funding if we want, or you pay out of pocket. But to me. Um, because I am working on the side, um, it's a place where they have the classroom setting, a teacher and a curriculum that I can bring home. So to me, they get to go somewhere. There's education centers, there's the pods that other people can run. I think the, the, we have to dispel the myth that you're sitting home alone with your child and, you know, it's, it makes you nervous because you're like, I'm not them. And they don't want you to be their parent. They, I'm, I'm teacher. They want you to be their parent. Mm -hmm. So finding, you know, just changing that thought that it has to go a certain way is probably the, the first step and one of the hardest ones. Yeah. And then the world of opportunities open up. That's yeah. an interesting point um, about your child might not want you to be their teacher, because that's very true. Like, 
a lot of times there's people in our lives like uh, they can tell you uh, they can give you a message or teach you something but it doesn't land until you hear right. it from somebody else right the two um, years i'm sorry to interrupt before we got the education center i mean my daughter couldn't digest anything i was giving her because i was the head of household full-time ran a business worked in hollywood 14 hour days and now i was home we were forced home and she had me. She didn't want me to start telling her, you know, now I don't know how to do this math problem, but do this, do this. No, she wanted to just be with me. And so mm. I'm like, I'm not going to push this on her. I'm not going to push right. this on her at all. And then sure enough, when she did start a new curriculum, she was so calm. She was like in her presence, in her body, her throat chakra was opened. She, I gave her those spiritual tools so that when she went back into a program, she was like, I'm here. I got this, you know, it wasn't such a shock. And my son too, he went from kindy and jumped into a second grade curriculum, like a breeze. And I wasn't sitting there. Now we got to learn to read Waldorf. It's a little, they do things a little bit uh, differently, but he jumped right in because his nervous system was set. He had his crystals in his pocket. And <laughs> like he was, he was good to go. Cause they just needed me. Um, right. Yeah. And, you know, in a, in a beautiful part with that too, Heidi is, and for everyone, make your kids a part of your life. Yeah. You know, so like my husband just traveled. He did five. It was he was down in Texas for five days, business meetings. But in between the business meetings, there was fun time too. He took my son because he, my husband is is mentoring him within because we own our own business and starting a business. He has an apprenticeship with somebody else who's closer to my son's age. But he took him to Texas and he sat in on every single meeting. And he, and, you know, he was meeting with CEOs and COOs of, a, he met with a, a billionaire and, mm -hmm. and had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him for, you know, close to an hour. So, you know, put them in your meetings with you. My kids know everything about my work. I, I took a class. I just got done taking a class. It was all virtual. My two girls took it with me. You know, my setup for the podcast, my youngest daughter loves doing it. She does all the lighting. She gets my water ready. You know, she does that for me. And my son, when we first started the podcast, he knew how to edit. He edited all of our videos. So, you know, it's bringing them in and that's education. That's them learning. So it's breaking out of that mold of they're only learning if they're in a school. Right. Yeah. That is yeah. a complete and total myth. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, so where were we? Okay. So I do want to uh, shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about the star seeds, the children themselves and these amazing mm -hmm. abilities that they have. And uh, I, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Like I just spent all day babysitting my niece, four-year-old niece the other day. And it's amazing what you can just like learn about life just by having a conversation with a child like that. So there's that innocence that we need to learn how to grasp. And we need to remember our inner child also. But I, I just think the gifts and abilities that they have right now is just unmatched. It is. It, it, it's unmatched. Um, you know, I've seen in a number of my sessions with, you know, just reading into some of these starseed kids, the, the journey that their souls went on to come back for this incarnation, you know, it's, they, they came here for one life. They saw and, and learned what was needed here. And then they purposely chose other incarnations where they knew that they would attain that knowledge. And now they're back here to bring that, you know, they're so encoded with this information that they are going to be bringing forward. It, it makes me so excited to see what these kids are going to do. Um, just such an innate wisdom within them. And, you know, really, 
we just have to get out of their way. Ultimately, it, just let them yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You can, you can see too how the agendas had rolled out, like the mandatory max and all these things, because I think the powers that be know we are getting flooded with these star seeds to come mm. change the trajectory. So what do they do? They shoot you up in utero. They like, they're coming at these children so hard. We need all hands mm. on deck, not just the parents, because you yourself, Tyler, you're a guardian. You know, we're mm. all guardians of these, of our youth. And um, even just at neighbors, you know, there's always going to be an adult child situation. We need to start protecting them. And it doesn't mean, you know, eyes, ears, mouth, that little emoji. I use that all the time. Like, but it means, learning as much as you can, protecting them, teaching them the high vibe, getting them on board with the new earth way of doing things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you, Heidi. You know, it doesn't have to be a parent. This could be just like with Tyler, you know, your niece, you know, a lot of our audience, it's because it's, they have a grandchild or it's, or it's, or it is a niece or a nephew and they feel strongly that this this child is a star seed and they don't have anyone in their immediate life, but like, how can I help them? And it is, it's just, you know, when you have those windows with them, fill, fill them up, you know, bring information for them, something that is going to light them up because it's going to resonate true with them. You know, so you can be that it doesn't have to always be the mom or the dad. You're, you know, that soul chose, they came into that family because they knew that, Oh, my uncle, my uncle is going to be the one who's going to get me where I need to be going. And, you know, and, and so that is also at play as well. Right. It's, yeah. it's also interesting, you know, this is another concept that people I know the masses still have to accept is that your children chose you. Mm -hmm. They chose you. And sometimes they're here to teach you, not the other way around, if not all the time. And that's a, that's important to understand. And if you have that mindset, it changes the way you parent, I think. Oh, absolutely. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. My, my kid's biological father is not in the picture. He kind of been abandoning from the get go. So the awakening I had was to all these cord cuts, the relationships I was having with people. And I wouldn't have these wake ups weren't for my kids. Like, again, I'm looking through their eyes and what I want in their life as their parental influence um, and paternal influence, you know, all of that shifted. My son also at a very young age, I don't know if this is a side swipe or what this is a step, but the night terrors, like he, I, we, we went full dark. Like, what is this? I cannot even wake my child. Like what is going on? I had to look into all the dark nefarious stuff, which I don't know how else I would have been led down that road had I not had this personal experience with it and then shed light into it and really protect my kid, pull my kid out of this. It was, it was a lot. And I will always thank them to this day for being my little Jedi's. I call them my little Jedi. <laughs> right. because they're just like continually showing me how to shine brighter. Um, what I need at that moment to learn um, how to put my boundaries up because you know, they're my protection. I mean, them. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a parent, I'm, I'm always asking my kids, I'm always checking in with them. Is there anything that I am lacking that, that you're needing more of, you know, am I being enough support for you? And then sometimes I joke, have I done anything recently that's going to put you in therapy in 10 years? <laughs> 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 um, 
you know, so it, it is in, in my household, every person is looked at as an individual sovereign being. There is, there is not the power structure of you better do what I say. You don't stand over them. And you're like, I know best. No, every don't dare question me. Don't yeah. dare question me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now granted they did cho choose me to be a mother. So obviously yeah. I, you know, I've always set those standard, those parameters, yeah. safety reasons, but in regards to, you know, what their soul needs, all, all three of my kids have now grown, you know, cause they're preteens, they're teenagers now. And they know pretty strongly what they, what they want in life, what they don't want in life. They know their voice has value and they know that when they enter a room, it's okay to be, you know, to have your voice be heard and be seen um, and to be respected. So, but yeah, it's, we check in a, a lot, you know, even just in my own marriage, we've always worked on checking in, like, are you good? Is there anything that you're needing more from me? So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's breaking those, those generational ties that we don't want to continue. That's what I was thinking of those generational ties. We, I, I learned a lot what not to do with my kids based on my experience with my mom and dad. Now I had, I was very fortunate in my childhood, but there are patterns and my parents knew no better. They, they are products of their own parents' generational curses. So it's got to come to a point where you just got to address it, face it through the heart. Everything, I believe it has to be through the heart. Otherwise, you're just going to keep repeating patterns or creating new ones. But mm -hmm. through the heart, break these generational curses and give these children a voice. Like open up that throat chakra. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I put terms to it too. You know, if, if I'm dealing with, you know, how we always say like, we need to work through some of our like shadow work or our trigger work. I, I openly have those conversations with my kids. If, if I am in state, I will say like, I'm really working. Like I, I kind of got triggered early this morning and I'm working through that because I think it's attached to this when I, you know, like when this happened in my life. And so I'm, I'm working through that because I'm trying to grow. So like it's using all of those, those words that, you know, words can be tools. So communication is key. Yeah. I've, I've been triggered yes. by life experiences and I react on my kids and then I leave feeling so like, Oh, I feel so gross. So that I go to my go, Whoa, guys, that wasn't you. You guys did not bring that out of me. I'm dealing with this experience. I'm so, I apologize for taking it out on you. What should we do? And then it <laughs> turns into like a dance party or something, you know, but I, I, my kids are 11 and eight. And I have no problem going to my eight-year-old and going, ooh, I was kind of a jerk face, wasn't I? Like, <laughs> let's hug it out. And, you know, I'm sorry, I'm kind of crabby today. And I want them to know that because mm. they get programmed as well. Like, oh, I, I made mommy mad. You know, that's an imprint I don't want them to have. I want them to know where this well, is coming. And that's a sign of a, a growth for you. I mean, if you can catch yourself in the moment and be self-aware of how you're responding or reacting to a situation, and then correct it simultaneously. Like that's how you grow. That's how you evolve, hands down. And mm -hmm. most people aren't aware of what they're doing. They're not, sure. they're not consciously aware of how they're reacting, what they're saying, even or the ramifications of their words, you know. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. I just say some of those people are gonna have a pretty tough panoramic life review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some yeah. parents choose escapism, you know, like the those memes of homeschool, not enough wine in the world, you know, things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I actually stopped drinking <laughs> once we locked out because I became painfully aware that I was uncomfortable in my own skin and my time management and all of it. Right. And it was a dis total disservice to my kids. Are, 
I want to touch on something you mentioned earlier, Heidi, about the uh, the attacks at your children, you know, the, the night terrors and stuff like that. Uh, there's, you know, there's obviously nobody wants to see their child go through that. But at the same time, um, it's it's experiences for them, too. You know, this is and like James Gilliland always says, you know, it's either you can either look at it as an attack or training, <laughs> you know, and I think training is a, is a really good way to look at it, because if you you can change that just from be, me being attacked for so long, like um, you start to, to develop your own tools and modalities and ways to combat this. And and then you take those tools that you have now and you can use them everywhere in life. And but you would never be forced to develop those tools if you weren't under attack unfortunately you know so mm -hmm. there's a training element there that i think is very important and i know other children out there are going through similar stuff we all have night terrors and, and we we know about the hybrid program and stuff uh that's unfortunately real and there was, wasn't there even a recent article that said uh alien abductions lead to unexpected or unexplained pregnancies mm -hmm. like what are they trying to tell you really you mm -hmm. know they're, they're that's soft disclosure of like hey guys you know some yes. of these yep. is because you just can't ignore sometimes when a, a woman becomes pregnant without you know um ha having sex yeah yeah you know i actually i, I want to field a, a question to you guys um because this has been entering my mind for a while you know we talk about bringing in protection you know i'm protecting my house, house, Heidi, you know, you guys all have own your personal protection in the home from attacks and helping protecting the kids. But at what point is it, because I, I've had to come to this point with some of them, with some of my kids is I can't protect against a soul contract. If they, if, if some aspect of their soul needed to have something happen, that's going to bring some type of a growth for them, there's no amount of protection that I could ever put around it that would hijack their their soul path that right. they that they want to experience. You know, I know that, you know, all four of us, we all have had these experiences and yeah, they were they were well, mine was murky, I know Heidi was murky, but we also, you know, we're growing from them. I'm not and I'm not like I'm not condoning that these should happen, but that like at what point is it that some things I can't control and stop as a parent. Like there's just some things I, I can't protect out of a soul contract that. Well, and then that's, that's a yeah. kind of like the, the thing, what do they say? Like, it's not our responsibility to interfere with someone else's lessons. No. And we don't know what they're here to learn. No. And we don't know what they did in a past life. If they were a shitty person and they're paying for it now, Unfortunately, mm -hmm. these are things we have to think about. You know, I always evaluate everything that happens to me. Why did this happen? You know, what, mm -hmm. where did this come from? Um, because it, it's just a gauge on where you're at. And if something's off, your external world will reflect that. So you always have to yeah. ask yourself those questions. The mm -hmm. balance between protecting and helping your children and, and then like the other extreme of sh shielding them from every problem and being overprotective and, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you got to find that balance. And then, and then that's a big aspect that, mo you know, most people in the world don't even have a concept of, uh, but that's, that's so important. You're right. Mm -hmm. so. Well, you know, even just for some of your speakers that are going to be at your conference, you know, what if the reason why that happened to them is because they signed up for it because they're the, supposed to be the ones who are going to expose it. 
You know, it exactly. had to happen to them exactly. in order to expose it. Like you almost signed up for, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to earth. I'm going to get abducted into this secret space program. I'm going to come back and I'm going <laughs> to recover my memories. And then I'm going to disclose it to the world. Um, yeah. Because that's the only, because we clearly see the, the agenda that's playing out and it's nowhere on the timeline to disclose that. So if I don't go and, and do it myself, then it's never going to happen. Yeah. I mean, just like with all your guys' interviews, you know, the only way this information comes out is from experiencers. Right. 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 Yeah. And whether or not, you know, a lot of this stuff is so unbelievable too. And it's also not just healing that timeline, but it's forcing others to, um, basically get rid of their preconceived idea of reality or challenge their preconceived idea of what's possible and what's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the conference a little bit. It's coming right up and you two lovely ladies are going to be there and we're excited to have you. And, uh, I'm, it's going to be amazing. Uh, it's right around the corner. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, I'm actually, Heidi and I are both showing up a couple days early. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get a little, we're getting a little grounded, um, into the area before, you know, everything kicks off, but I'm thoroughly excited just to be in the audience and to hear all the testimonies and be there in just absolute loving support of everybody. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm thrilled at the place you chose as well. It's like the heart of America. It's natural setting. I just feel like it's going to be incredibly grounding for such a heavy topic. And right. we, those that heard the call will be there. Like we're, we're, we're supposed to go. Like I was telling Abby, I got the ticket before I even told her. I'm just like, I have to be there. That's all I knew. I was, I don't know how I'm gonna make it work. I didn't check in with the fam. I'm just like, I'm going. And then I check in and, and then I have a powerful friend out here who never goes to these things. And she just wrote me, she goes, I'm getting this call to go to this. I'm like, <laughs> let's nice. do this. So I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to work. Like I'm, I'm, it's like, it's going to be great to see everybody and have those beautiful experiences, but I'm sure I'm going to do the ugly cry. <laughs> I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be learning. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm thrilled. And I'm so grateful of where the place is. It feels like it's going to be protective and mm -hmm. you know, that natural uh, setting is everything. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's why we chose it. Right. It when I, so when I drove onto that property, I got chills immediately. Uh, and I was like, like every one of my guides is like, yes, this is the spot. This is the spot, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was like, the people couldn't have been like the people I'm working with there. Like, it's unbelievable. I, every question I asked them, like, yeah, you can do that. You can do that. Sure. Whatever you want to do. Like it's your place renting it out. Like every, they're allowing us to make it exactly what we want it without any, without any uh, guidelines or restrictions. And it's beautiful. And the land itself is magical. And uh, it kind of, it's an old venue. It kind of reminds me of like a dirty dancing lodge or something like the lodge of <laughs> dirty dancing. Um, it just has that feel there's cabins and stuff. And it's just like a little, little mini community. Uh, and it, everything about the property is beautiful. There's a river right there. There's trails, uh, there's fields. It, it's just beautiful. So it's, it's kind of Midwest. Like, yeah. It's right. very, it's about as beautiful as you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never, I mean, we never get conferences in the Midwest. Ever. Not, not a whole lot. No. Yeah. No. Not like that. Watching like, the weather, the weather too. And there's cozy spring storms and, you know, we're all yeah. dried out out here in, in the West coast. So I can't wait. Well, right. Southern California, at least. Yeah. You're yeah. Desert. yeah. So yeah. Are we, are we doing sky watches? 
Yeah, there are going to be if, if we have disguise for it. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, you never know here in the Midwest. If you might might not get a clear sky for a week, but if yeah. we if we have disguise, we're going to. Um, but talking about the weather, really quick, something that I think we should all address right now is the space weather and the excess <laughs> flare we just had. Um, that is, I mean, it's shaking things up, right? Like yeah. if you're, if you've been tired or are the opposite buzzing. Uh, or even being triggered or having stuff surface, it might very well be tied directly to the, the solar flares that are coming in right now. And I know um, you were shared something on this, Abby, didn't you? Um, I, well, yeah, I've been sharing with Alexis online some of this information, but you know, here lately, just my guides even just tell me it's radiation poisoning. It's essentially, I mean, we're being radiated yeah. <laughs> with this. We're essentially just being put into a microwave. So yeah, there are a lot of symptoms that can be traced back to what we're getting slammed with. And I believe Alexis, um, you know, she has Ascension Diaries, but she was saying, and even Peter Slattery wrote about it, how like the one we got a few weeks ago, it, it came back around and we're getting it again. And they've never really seen this happen before. So. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Intelligent yeah. design. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I've always, I, I would love, I want to do a round table on what the sun is because it's nothing even close to what we were taught it is. Yeah. I, well, I've yeah, remote yeah. viewed it a couple times and well, not even remotely right. close. Like right off the bat, it's a portal. It's a portal. Yeah. yeah. It's not a hot gas. It's a cold. It's fuel. not hot. It's cold not hot fusion. at all. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. an electric. Basically, the you know the whole universe is an electric. Not a universe. hot ball of gas, like they tell. Right, <laughs> exactly. There's a. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you one thing that came in really strong. The first remote view, I I did it in uh, John Vivanco's um, course, but there's a lot of it holds a lot of records. It's it, it's a record keeper, and so a lot of things will go there to gain to gain information. So. I don't know if it's like the Akashic records, but it's that form of a record keeper. It's like everything that's ever happened within this galaxy universe is stored there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, go ahead. Know, the, 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 I was going to say, I, I, I usually check in on the solar weather after my animals are tripping out. It's usually my yeah. animals start tripping out first, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me check with Alexis. What's going on? Right. <laughs> Or, yeah. or even as simple, like I do that when my dogs like won't sleep one night and then I'll, I'll look, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a full moon or something. And yeah. I, it's like, it's like mm -hmm. clockwork, I can count on them to get hyper around the full moon. Yeah. Um, I've been tired. I'm like, I, I, I'm tired all day long and I'm wide awake till four in the morning. I, I've been doing this for like four days now. <laughs> four oh, days yeah. now. It's awful. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Needs. Yep. So, yeah. um, before we wrap this up, Abby, I know uh, this is off topic, but you get a lot of downloads and you get a lot of messages sometimes. And, and is there anything that's come through lately that you would like to share? If, if you're not comfortable, um, if you're not comfortable, then you can just opt out and we'll end the show. But no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You know, I, I so as we just been sitting here, it, it came through really strongly that, I mean, my higher self said, I'm going to your conference just to literally hold space. Like I'm, I'm actually going to be channeling in a lot of things while we're there. No one will know about it, but literally guarding that place like Fort Knox. So um, that came through and literally as we were getting ready, I had this being and he's still been hanging out with me while we've been sitting here all day. And he was talking about the the three tiers and the three waves. And he was saying that 
it's almost like the three waves because of the star seeds, like the three waves that Dolores Cannon has always talked about. We all came here in shifts, but he's now saying that this is going to be correlating towards like the three waves of energy that's going to be hitting this planet. Now, this came through for me over a year ago that, you know, Gaia chose, she chose full ascension. And a lot of the things that we've had filters around this space that other beings have that literally have been coming in and filtering this energy for us. So we haven't been hit as hard. Once her consciousness chose full ascension, they had to back off and they removed all of those filters that were around us. And so, you know, like my guides came in just as a warning, like, Hey, heads up, we're, you're going to start getting hit full blast. So these waves that are coming in and we're going to start getting hit with them again, he's showing three, he, like he's, I, I'm getting symbols of three all over my space right now. It's going to be three massive waves and each one he's saying right now that we're going to be given a choice in each one of these waves. Our subconscious higher self will be choosing this. We're going to choose if we want to go into the next wave. So we'll see how that one um, plays out because it's all frequency based again. And again, with like the Ascension systems and how we are, coming more into the light body that we were, you know, right before we study, I got the message that some of these waves that were hitting us, our cellular walls, which are more, you know, more tight, they're actually becoming more, um, I don't, I don't know technical terms, but it's, it's able to contrast and expand more. And so our cellular walls are actually changing. And because the more that we hold light within our body, we need to like expand so that our bodies don't get burnt out, essentially like burning us from within. And so that was why some of us, you know, like the tiredness, the extreme tiredness, because our bodies are literally physically changing in order to hold this in, you know, even like the people who are already doing like intense energy work, they, they get tired after doing all that. So imagine every single person they're doing it on a subconscious level energy work because we're changing. So that's bringing on a lot of the tiredness. But yeah. Wow. So yeah. And I, I like how you said, like, um, you're subconsciously choosing one of these waves. Mm -hmm. Almost like so we're constantly being tested, but then tested mm -hmm. for what it is like a test to see if you're ready for this next stage of development, mm -hmm. evolution, ascension, awakening, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. Are you ready for it? And you consciously you can make it. And I, I, I need to interject because they're saying right now it's not a test of condensation. I mean, conden yeah, looking down at you, it's a test of love. OK, it's a loving test. Yeah. Like, like. If you don't, if you, if you don't choose go the next, it's not like a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. sending you grace because it is, it's leveling up. It's the work. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. And I didn't mean it to come across that way. Either. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I didn't think you were. I just, right. they wanted me to clarify that. Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's exactly like, and not yeah. everyone's meant to go through everything exactly the same way. That's part of the individuality. Yeah. yeah. There's, you know, and, and I send grace to, so to everybody right now through this time, because there are going to be a lot of souls that will be exiting this plane and it's just, it's okay. It, they're just weren't ready yet. And that's okay. And some souls came here thinking that they would be ready. And you know, while we're sleeping at night, we're having conversations. We're going, a lot of us go back home and, and we're working with our higher self. Our subconscious is working with the higher self and deciding, you know, it's, it's like feeling like, am I ready for it? Do I really, really want to do this? Eh, no, but I don't think I want to, you know? And so they, they will be exiting that. And so I send grace and love for that. I don't send sadness. I wish everybody well on the next journey, because if you don't get it, this go around, you're going to get it the next. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. This is something that daily that I, that I'm dealing with, you know, constantly mm -hmm. it's like, okay, where do you want to be? Like, 
if you're if you look back a year from now a year into the past and if you're in the same place then you know something's wrong like like you, you should constantly be like shifting like i call it like shifting times right now yeah yeah uh, so and then why why aren't you changing it's because you're not making changes like you literally you know it's there's aspects of my life where I've looked at and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I still doing this or whatever it is? Just like last night, just changing up your habits. I couldn't sleep. So for the first time ever, instead of not for the first time ever, but um, first time in a long time, instead of like turn on the TV or whatever, I, I did some guided meditations and went back to sleep. Like it just like making changes like that. I think uh, if you want it, you have to raise your vibration right now. Um, you have to like especially i think like abby you know you're in contact all the time but there's beings out there trying to reach everybody mm -hmm. and they would love it so much if we could just raise our vibration just enough so they can meet us we got to meet mm -hmm. them halfway exactly right. i mean everything i always hear from them is that they're here already they're already here they're just waiting for us to perceive them they're they're here yep. so you got to raise yeah. up to perceive mm -hmm. them and interact exactly yeah and and the important message too is is they are longing for us as much as we are longing for them. Right. Mm, and then cool. something I like to remind everybody of is don't put any of these ETs or guides on a pedestal. Treat them as an equal. Yes. Uh, and that, that They're just your friends and family. That's it. Right. Like yep. I used to, when I, I used to meditate and like pray and like talk to them and it was all very like something that I would have gotten from picked up from like a church or something like, like very, um, I don't know. Uh, practiced you know and i was like it was just too it wasn't organic i felt like i was just like squeezing into this mold and it didn't feel right it it, it wasn't until i started talking to my guides like like i talked to my best friends you know and joking with them and stuff that's whenever you start actually receiving the communication i think yeah yeah exactly. and asking being yeah. specific and asking for them and paying attention to the signs mm -hmm. right yeah. Get you yeah. Tuned in. <laughs> yeah. And he's, 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 um, he's still standing here and he's letting me know that this is, is making me kind of um, a little bit emotional, but this wave that's coming in, um, one of them it's coming from, it's this, this energy field that it's coming in from, it's like from such, like he's going so I'm being sucked really, really far back into space, like deep into that I'm almost thinking it might be a million years since this energy wave has come through here. Like, I mean, it's humans have never seen this energy wave come through here before because it is coming from such a deep place in space. So wow. sorry, he's just letting me, I, I'm, I'm feeling that right, right now. <clears throat> so, well, it's true though. We're seeing, I mean, everything, everything we're going through right now is a first, you know, I was just going to say, this is an experiment for them too. They don't know. They don't know how, because the things that are here now weren't here the last time that this wave came through this planet and they're watching this very closely. This mm -hmm. Right. It's a learning experience for everyone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, if the last two years haven't taught anybody anything, it's get healthy, get yes. yourself cleaned up, cleaned out and connected because probably getting ready for all of this. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were talking before, you know, we even jumped on here, how we're all getting ready just for the conference, just, you know, making sure we're in the, a very clear state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And now uh, get healthy. I love that. 
Absolutely. That's something I'm, you know, I let, we go, I go in phases. Sometimes I get real healthy, then I'll let it slip away, especially during the winter months. And I'm trying to climb back out of that now. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, it's easy. It's easy to uh, kind of forget and not, not just physically too. Right. Right. Emotionally, mentally, everything. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a diet, but not just food. It's a, a diet is literally everything. Like you just said there and mm-hmm. energetically and they but, all affect each other too. That's right. the other thing. Yeah. Everything's connected. We do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yep. Well, this has been a lot of fun guys. Uh, do you want to let people know what you have coming up or is there anything that you want to announce or let them know how to find you? Well, you guys can find us on YouTube, um, Raising Star Seeds. We have a website as well, RaisingStarSeeds.com. All of our videos are all there. We will be posting some more information. And, and Heidi, we had originally talked about perhaps doing something this summer, but I think we're going to push it to the fall of starting to do some some small like little workshop gatherings. And and I think we're going to move about we're going to move about the country and do these. Nice, that's nice. beautiful. Yeah, that's- Heidi, Heidi, what do you want to add? Uh, all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I just, I know what we, I just know how powerful it is. So we put it out there and we're just going to let it build. You know, I think when we were fresh out of the gate and we're like, okay, by this date, we're going to do this and this and this, and then we get tested. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just letting it unfold. I love how the audience, we have our audience is building. The community is Mm -hmm. building Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I'm super, super grateful for that. And Abby, I'm eternally grateful that you reached out for this. I do feel, you know, I called upon, show me the way, use me, come through me. How do we do this? And then this clicked and yeah. I'm, I'm ever grateful. And for, for you guys, I, my maternal instincts are just like on fire. I just, part of being at that conference, I feel is just my adoration for you both. Thank you for staying um, heart centered through your entire journey. I remember watching you from the beginning and you guys keep it real. Like no matter, you don't even have to be in your presence. Like even just the video, you, you feel your genuine good souls. So the fact that I knew that you guys were putting on this conference, it's like a no brainer. I'm like, they're the ones to do this. They're the ones that are capable of doing this. So thank you for keeping your Midwest blood alive. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Heidi. I don't know. I I am like fiercely protective over yeah. both of you guys, like fiercely protective. So like Aww. I bring all of the realms in protection for both of you guys. Always, always. I'm going to be thank, Care Bear blasting all over that place, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. That, it means so much. You it mind. means more than you realize. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. Um, Thanks for being real and consistent. <laughs> you guys have yeah. been consistently genuine. And it does not go unnoticed by genuine folks ourselves. <laughs> well, thank you. That means uh, so much. Right. Here, thank and you. I think I think it's all, uh, I, you know, this podcast it happened so effortlessly. It was kind of like we were guided into this uh, mm-hmm. with no experience, no aspirations, no dreams of ever being a podcaster or being whatever. Um, it's like we were guided into this role. And it's a, it's a passion. It's a true passion project. And that's what it's always remained. And it, it has to be from the heart or just, it, it means nothing in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. And, yeah. and then everybody gets to watch us go through this journey of ups and downs. And, you know, at the beginning, we maybe have been naive in certain areas where we've grown now and we're more um, aware consciously, you know, just evolving all the time. And I think it's amazing mm-hmm. that 
uh, people get to go on that journey with us and we get to go on it with everyone else. And it's like, it's done so much. It's taught us more than it's probably taught the audience. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, it's just been, uh, <clears throat> it's a passion project, you know? Well, for, for all of our audience that is watching, how can they find you and Aaron? What's all the best way and the, what your website for the conference, how can they get that information? Uh, the website for the conference, secretspaceconference.info. Uh, and they can, everything they want to know, tickets and everything is available there. But if they just want to reach out, we have journeytotruthpodcast.com. Uh, they can find all of our contact information on there. And then we're on YouTube, Rumble, uh, Apple Podcasts, all, almost all the audio platforms except for Spotify. They kicked us off. But, <laughs> yep. And then we have social media. We're on Telegram, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, primarily those three not twitter um, anymore yeah um. yeah some of them went out loud back on but oh well you know i'm starting to realize that the social media end of as our podcast is growing the social media end of it is isn't as crucial as it used to be because mm -hmm. you know we're reaching farther and wider now and i love that because social media can be draining sometimes <laughs> and uh but yeah, yeah so they yeah. can find us in all those places and I have to let I have to let everybody know that uh, Tyler is the one who made that incredible intro video for the podcast and for raising so star seeds. Yeah, yes. But that. I have to let everyone know Abby had a vision and she sent me the vision and I just made it a reality. So it wasn't like I came up with all these ideas. It was Abby's vision and maybe Heidi too. I don't know if you were in on it, but uh, I I don't want to take all the credit. <laughs> like there's specific parts of that video that make it magical because they were your idea so um collaboration i always say i say this literally all the time the only way this works is when we are all winning so right. the way it works. yes yeah. right unconditional Amen. love and support mm -hmm. yes yes yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. well this has been absolutely amazing thank yeah. you so much Thanks. for doing this uh thank you guys so much right we're looking thank forward to you. seeing you in you guys. 15 days 14 days whatever it is yep. Two weeks. Yep. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, guys. And if you, and if anyone feels called, make the journey. It's going to be great. Right. So it's not too late. You can still, not too late. if you can find a place to sleep, there's room for you. So come on out, guys. Come, yep, uh, come hang out. Uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much to all of our listeners also for all your support right yes. now through these tough times. You know, you were, uh, it's a true battlefield. We're under fire lately. And, the amount of support and beautiful comments, uh, like honestly, it's, it's what keeps us going. It really it's makes us, it, it's just reassures us that we're, what we're doing is, is the right thing. So thank you so much for being there. Uh, and uh, thank you. That's all I have to say. We really appreciate you guys. Um, good night. And until next time, have a great evening. Good night. For the average listener who's listening to these experiences, it doesn't make any sense how 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 they could be doing this. Yeah, it's complicated because that's reality. Reality is coming. Our lives ain't simple. We, we can't put everything in simple boxes in black and white. That ain't how it works out there. I think that they're gonna they're gonna want to give us a disclosure that gives us that brings people up to speed quickly, but also keeps them in the dark about the real important stuff. They're gonna give us ninety percent of the truth with ten percent of the lies, mm -hmm. and those ten percent of lies are more damning than all the truth can can overcome. They realize that if, if this goes the way it probably will go, they could face you know crimes against humanity charges at some point.
with yep. the International Criminal Court. And that's that's the bigger issue. There will be people who are uh, political elites here in this country that people will not understand why they're being charged. You know, uh, these people that everyone looks up to, and they're like, oh my God, these people are so awesome. And all of a sudden they're getting charged for crimes against humanity. And what these people don't realize is, is these particular individuals enabled these corporations to do what they did. They're not gonna drag us across the finish line, but it's gonna be hard, but it has to be hard. So people will always remember and this won't ever happen again. You know, it's all written in us. We're just kind of playing this out, regardless of what the surface war happens to look like right now. And I think our purpose here is really developing our consciousness. This whole process is not just about what's going on in the world and this great awakening that's happening with all these different people. It's about the great awakening that's happening with all of the individuals and how we can take care of ourselves and keep ourselves healthy, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We're taught not to go into this part of ourselves that knows everything. We're taught to turn that off, actually, um, very purposefully so that we are in a confused state that we rely on authority, right? Because we incarnate for these experiences. You know, it's not a victim thing. I incarnated for this experience, so then the question is why? And oftentimes they, you know, they program us, they help in programming us and giving us those limiting beliefs. And we have to kind of shatter those and be like, uh, no, uh uh-uh. This is actually my divine self. This is actually what helps me align with the divine creator. And I need to purge all those things that you programmed me with or that the programs programmed me with. Understanding the larger picture and things like secret space programs is really important. We want to know what's operating behind the scenes that's controlling this individuals in these leadership positions and this larger sort of negative ET agenda, but also um, the kind of support and assistance that we're getting while also uh, appreciating the fact that you know, we're here to save ourselves and to, uh, you know, step up to the plate. And it's really important to step up to the plate. 